Welcome to Lifestyle Solopreneur, the community for entrepreneurs who put lifestyle first. Join your host, Flavia Barris, as she interviews successful lifestyle solopreneurs and shares ideas to help you find the perfect balance between lifestyle, business, and self. Flavia is an attorney, marketing expert, and founder of several online academies. She's been featured in major media, including BBC World News, The Wall Street Journal, The New York Post, ESPN Television, and more. Join us for this episode of Lifestyle Solopreneur. Lifestyle Solopreneurs, today we get to speak with Danielle Matthews. At the age of 23, she was hit by a drunk driver and sustained a life-altering injury to her brain. The medical world said there was no hope of recovery and told her to accept this life as her new normal. Although her body was physically impaired, her spirit was strong and she refused to believe their diagnoses. Her mind was determined to recover and she did. Through the power of what she refers to as mind control, she attracted the mindset, techniques, and exact quantum healing technologies needed to fully recover. She has since built an international business, authored an ebook called Mind Control, and she shares her life-altering experience with countless people around the globe. We are lucky to have you on the show today. Welcome to the show, Danielle. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Well, tell us a little bit about what happened there. There was this accident. Drunk driver hits you. You're young, 23 years old. Tell us how that journey brought you to where you are today. That's amazing. It's been a 10-year journey. So the last decade of my life has unfolded in a way I never would have predicted. I was 23. And honestly, I was on my way to a wedding to meet up with my parents. And this gentleman was drunk, passed out at 7 a.m. and hit me. And what unfolded was unexpected. I walked away from the car. I thought I was fine, but my brain, I, I couldn't focus in the same way. I was feeling really out of it. And originally they told me it was just shock, but in the weeks and months and then years to follow, it became very clear that I was not shocked, that I had had trauma to my brain. And ultimately it got classified as what they call a mild TBI, a mild traumatic brain injury. And I always thought like, what an oxymoron, <laughs> because there's certainly nothing mild about it. Uh, just to give you guys like a little snapshot, I, I don't really like to share too much of how intense it was, be a downer about things. But I mean, I quite frankly, I couldn't focus for more than 10 minutes at a time. I'd get completely overwhelmed. I couldn't handle any sort of input from light or noise. So even natural light was too much for me. We had to put blackout fabric in my bedroom and I couldn't really go out to do anything because just I heard everything at the same level. And I had migraines that were relentless. Uh, my brain felt like it was going to explode out of my head. I was in such severe pain with my head and very dizzy. At the time I had been teaching, I did teach for America right out of college. So I got my degree in biology. I was teaching sixth grade math in a low income area out in Denver, Colorado. And I happened to be on summer break when this accident happened. So I've been a, an athlete my whole life and you just kind of push through. <laughs> and my doctors originally said to me, it'll take about a month, you know, you should clear out of this. So I went back out to Colorado. I attempted to start teaching again and it became very clear very quickly I couldn't. And so I was, I was put on a medical leave for six weeks. We really tried a lot. My mom and dad were incredible with looking at different modalities and things to help me from things like hyperbaric oxygen treatment. We did neurobiofeedback. We changed my diet supplementation because the Western world and philosophy and medicine was basically like sit tight. You know, most people with brain injury, we try to get them to your phase because most people with brain injury have a bleed or they have to relearn how to talk or walk. And I fortunately wasn't that severe, but I couldn't function in life. 
And nothing happened in those six weeks with all the things I tried. So ultimately, I I lost my job. Uh, they said to me, obviously, when I got healthy, they'd love to have me back, but I couldn't couldn't work. And when that happened, it was just a series like a domino effect. You know, I didn't have an income, so I couldn't live on my own anymore. I ended up moving back with my parents at the age of 23. I don't think most people have a plan B in place. I certainly didn't. And um, I was blessed that my parents could take care of me in that way. And my mom was running me to appointment after appointment. We were really trying a lot. But after a year of this, my neurologist literally said to me, Danielle, uh, with this type of injury, your body's done the healing that it's going to do. And this is just your new normal. And you need to shape your life around it. And that honestly, you know, when you look back in life, you find things, I call them inflection points, these points in time when something happens that puts you on a very different course. And obviously the accident was that, but it wasn't until a year in that I really was starting to internalize like, oh, you're not going back to the way it was before. This injury, he's telling me it's permanent. I refuse to believe that. Something inside of me, thank goodness, I call it my higher self, right? There was just this knowledge and this knowing, oh, you will find something. Don't give up. And it was at that time, though, that I was severely depressed. I was dealing with panic attacks on the regular, a lot of anxiety, because I didn't know what my future was going to look like. And I'd always been a planner. I graduated top of my class in high school. (laughs) I graduated with distinction from University of Virginia, one of our top public institutes. And I'd always had a a plan. And I couldn't plan out what I was going to be doing in a half hour because I didn't know how I'd be feeling. And so that is when I really had to move inward and I had to start doing a lot of work. And that's where my ebook, Mind Control, I kind of get into the main things that I went through to, to master my own mind and to allow myself to not feel like a victim and to take control back over the things that I could control. Because yes, this external world had put a crazy situation in my life, but I could control my feelings and I could control how I was going to think about it. And I could find new things to be grateful for. And I started to move my life in a direction that was very different than the old Danielle, but ultimately allowed me to find happiness. And what's amazing, I didn't know at the time what I was doing, but I think a lot of people talk about the law of attraction and it's a secondary law. The the primary is the law of vibration and it's, it's universal. It's like gravity. It states that, you know, the vibration that you put out is you attract things that are at that vibration. So why we see people that are always having problems that continue to and why we see successful people that are always having success continue to. It has to do with this law. And what happened was I, I shifted my internal world, which shifted my emotional state, my vibration. And I attracted in a health technology that stimulates healing at the cellular level and allows your body to heal itself. And it was the answer for all of my physical challenges. It was called a SIA redox. And I started using it and my health started to get restored. And when it did, I just, I had a big decision to make. And I said, look, life is not the way that I have seen it my whole life. You know, I don't want to go back into this nine to five world. I don't feel secure in a job because if I lose my health again, I won't have an income. And so I really had to think, how can I create something that will pay me even if I can't show up for it? And my degrees in biology, no one ever trained me in business, but the technology that had helped me to heal was being brought to market through network marketing, through word of mouth. And it was my mom that said, Danielle, you know, you could partner with this company. You could share your story. You could help other people that aren't well. You could help them get well. And I was very negative about it at first. I thought it was like a 
network marketing, I thought was like a sleazy thing. And I, I didn't really resonate with the idea, but I went to an event. My mom actually kind of forced my hand in that. I was helping my parents move and it was right there where, where they were moving. So I had to go. And it changed my world. It changed my perspective. And I thought, wow, if what they're saying is true, I could build a business that could wrap around the world where I could impact thousands of people that are also praying for answers with their health. And I could find other like minds that want to do the same thing. And I just, I set like a fire inside of myself to do that. And now fast forward eight years, I've done it. I work with people globally. I have attracted in the most amazing human beings to partner with. I've helped hundreds of people with their health. And along my journey, I have also done a lot with helping people with their own spiritual development, their inner work. I teach guided meditation. And uh, that's <laughs> that's the shortish version of my story <laughs> to how we got to where we are today. An amazing journey. And you you did write a book. So tell us a little bit about that process because there are a lot of people, a lot of listeners to the show who are aspiring authors and have a message to share, have a story to tell. And you definitely have a story to tell. You definitely have a message to share. So how did you decide to write a book? And what was that story like? Well, I wanted... I just knew that I had something of value to offer. And what I realized was like, if, if people could understand the lessons I learned, it would unlock things in their lives and they wouldn't have to go through the intensity I went through. And I thought, look, we're all connected. To me, humanity is one. And if I win, I can help other people win. And winning to me, just to say, is a happy life, one where you're finding joy. And what I learned was that everyone faces challenges and it's how we view them that is basically how we create our world. And so I wanted, first I had to figure out what I was going to write the book about, right? And I honestly wanted to write a full book, but it was so intimidating to me that I'm just, I'm being honest with everyone. Cause when you step out into entrepreneurship or wanting to write a book, like your mind gets the best of you. And, um, I didn't, I talked myself out of writing the full book. Cause I said, well, Danielle, there's no ending yet. <laughs> like there's, there's still so much to unfold in your life. And so I made this excuse to not start. And then I got overwhelmed by the process of it. And I had a friend say, start with an ebook. You can bite into that. That is something you can offer people when they connect with you on social media, when you're out on these podcasts, if you're giving a talk, you have a value add where people that resonate with your story can go a layer deeper and they can understand, well, the, like the how behind what you've accomplished and what you're sharing beyond the story. And so my suggestion to anyone looking to do this would be to do the same, like get the essence of what you want to share and create an ebook because it's, it's easy to do. It can get out to the masses quickly and you can start to make an impact. You can find your voice. You can find what it is that you are particularly designed to give value around. And that is, you know, that's what I've done. I was blown away <laughs> when I put it out there by the number of people that started to download it and then give me feedback. Like, wow, this is such a powerful thing to like, I can use this in my life. And now in my conversations and my interactions, I'm going to look at things differently. And so it just kind of validated the reason that I did it and has given me the confidence now to move to the next step, which will be a, a full-on book. <laughs> but we're not there yet. You're catching me in the process on this one. Well, can't wait to read both. <laughs> the current book, the ebook <laughs> that's available to anyone listening to, it's called Mind Control. We'll talk in a little bit about how to get a copy of it, but also your future book. I'm very much a fan of what you do and what you stand for. You are in direct sales, right? So network marketing, some people refer to it as multi-level marketing. It's a company that is designed 
so you can build your own business, but kind of with the help. I, you know, the way I look at different businesses, because when you're sitting there, you might be like someone listening, maybe sitting in an office chair, corporate life in a cubicle, unhappy and just wanting to make a change. And if you want to become an entrepreneur or be in business for yourself, there's so many different directions you can go, right? You can have a startup. That's where you come up with an idea and you're, you come up with a brand and you start a business from scratch. Another thing you can do is you can buy a business. There are businesses for sale, existing operating businesses. Maybe it's a baby boomer who's retiring and has built some sort of a business and they don't have anyone internally in their family to pass it on to. And so it's for sale. And so that's available. You can also become a franchisee into a franchise model. But then there's this other category and that's the one you are involved in. So tell us a little bit about what that is. First, kind of the basics for anyone who's never been involved in direct sales and kind of describe it in a way that could apply to any of the direct sale companies and then narrow it down to what attracted you to what you're doing today. Absolutely. I would recommend to everybody, there's a a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. It was one of the first books I read when I decided that I wanted to kind of step out (laughs) in this way as an entrepreneur. And it's funny because at the beginning of the book, he talks about his two this, these two dads and I got it all wrong. I thought the one that got a top degree from a top university was the one making all this income. And it was like, because that's how I'd been programmed my whole life, right? Get a, go to a good school, you'll get a good job, you can, you can do whatever. And education isn't everything. Sometimes it's really about the tenacity of your own mind and what you can create and how you can discipline yourself to do things that other people aren't willing to do so you can have a life that other people don't have. And what he says in that book, and the reason I bring it up is he talks about how network marketing is such a unique business model because it can help with very low startup cost, allow anyone to step into entrepreneurship and you earn while you learn because there are coaches and people involved in the business that are there to help you. So the way it's set up, most people get very confused. They're like, these are these pyramid schemes and all this stuff and Ponzi schemes. Like that's when there's no product involved. (laughs) Like that's when people are trying to get you to buy into something and just you rob Peter to pay Paul, right? That's that. Network marketing, there's always a product. And the product is typically one that requires education. So it's not coming to market in a traditional way. I think the marketplace also has changed so much with affiliate marketing and social media. There's so many different ways people are learning about and purchasing products. Word of mouth and referral is what network marketing is based on. It says, hey, let's take our product users that love the product and are raving about it anyway and telling people about it anyway, let's reward them. Let's give them some money for sharing. And if they find somebody else that also wants to become an advocate and also wants to share it, well, we'll give them a percentage of what that person does. Kind of like a brokerage with real estate agents, right? The brokerage holds the space and they get a piece of what all these other real estate agents do. Same type of thing. And it's beautiful because... My mom brought me into this business and I out-earn her. So there's this weird perception that the people above you will always make more money. No, it's, it's like a distribution network. So the more people you share with, the more distribution out there, the company is obviously going to give more money to the person that is, that is doing more with it. And they reward you nicely. So that's kind of a look at the model. And when you partner with these companies, It's a very low startup. Like for example, my company is $40. $40 to start a business. Are you kidding me? (laughs) And you get to start having write-offs, which so many people don't realize tax-wise how much money they can actually save on their taxes by having a business. You know, I get to write off part of my internet and my cell phone and all these things that I need to run my business that yes, I use in my personal life, but because I need it for my business, 
boom, all of a sudden I start having write-offs. I'm not giving tax advice here. I'm just telling you, we don't know what we don't know. We're not taught this kind of stuff in school. People don't really tell us how to be business owners or tell us how to manage our finances in a different way or teach us residual income. So much of us are taught, get a good job, work nine to five and like get that security, get that health insurance. And when you step out on your own, it can be very intimidating because what do you do for health insurance? And I don't have all these securities I used to have, but I mean, I'm a living example that a nine to five was not secure because when I couldn't work, I couldn't earn. And so now I've created a situation where if something were to happen to me again, people are going to still buy this product. There's, and I have systems in place in my business where my other leaders and people that are sharing, like there's a system to plug into that doesn't require Danielle. And so if Danielle goes away, the business still runs and the income still comes in. And I think personally that network marketing is the perfect stepping stone for someone that is maybe caught up in a job. They've got responsibilities. They have a family. They can't just go off and open something or they don't have the money saved to say buy a business or whatever it might be. You will learn the disciplines on how to be a business owner because there's a very big difference between being an employee and being a business owner. You have to wear a lot of different hats. You have to learn to discipline yourself. You have to learn to be consistent. You need to be self-motivated, which means you got to show up on the days that you don't even want to, because if you're not working, there's no business. (laughs) So it's different than the employee mindset, but what's beautiful, network marketing gives you the grace to learn without having to spend a lot of money. And when you get put in with a good team, right, that has a good coach, they've got a good product, they've got a company that is tried and true. A lot of these companies in network marketing space they're like a flash in the pan. They're in and out. They don't make it past five years. You know, there's there's a checklist of things I would encourage you to look for if you're seeking out a company, seeking out an opportunity like this, because there's ways it can be done well and, and done poorly, just like anything. You get good and bad lawyers, good and bad doctors, you get good and bad network marketing. But there's there's a lot of good out there. And I it's during a recession, which I mean at the time of recording, right? The the it seems to be <laughs> that we are turning down a route where inflation's going up, prices are going up, and we're you know moving in this direction where people are going to need more money. And $500 a month will make a big difference for a lot of people. Network marketing is a model where you can very quickly cash flow and very quickly start making $500 a month. And it is something that a lot of people right now are seeking and looking for. And network marketing is a business model that always does well during recessions. So the timing is very good. And you've had to learn so many skills to be as successful as you are in what you do right now because you had to learn social media marketing and and sales, right? Which I'm sure oh they don't gosh. teach that when you get a biology degree. You don't have like a minor in sales just because you work in biology. <laughs> so what are some tips you can pass on? Because a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs. They are out there hustling, trying to sell their products, sell them their services, promote themselves, be their own sales department. There's a lot of solopreneurs out there that don't have a sales department. It's just them. They wear every hat, including sales. So what are some great things you can pass on that you have learned that have been helpful to you in promoting your product? There's a concept, the abbreviations, VCP, visibility, credibility, profitability. So to give you guys some insight, my first five years in business, I built it entirely in my local community and I needed to be visible. (laughs) So people don't know you're in business unless you tell them you're in business. And you can have a grand opening. Your local chamber of commerce is an undertapped resource in so many communities. They will do a lot for you. So visit your local chamber of commerce. There's 
definitely networking groups in your area. In my area, I did BNI, Business Networking International. I really like them because they're very structured and they have a lot of training incorporated with it where they teach you how to network properly, where you build up your visibility and credibility by showing up repeatedly, showing up professionally, having conversations with people, being more interested in others than interesting, right? Don't just talk all about yourself. I don't really talk about my product or my business when I meet people. I try to get to know them as a human being. I try to understand what their life is, what they love, what they do, what they do for fun, their family, what their business is, what the pain points are in their business, what they're looking to create in the future. You know, I try to figure out where are they to then understand how can I serve them? And it might not be through being a customer of mine or working with me. It might be through another connection I have. And I just try to add value to every person. If people, if you added value to the life of every human being you met, that's the impression they're going to have of you. And then ultimately it will swing around and now they're going to ask questions about you and they're going to want to help you because you just helped them. That's how I built my business. Anyone that's doing business locally, like networking in person, under tapped resource, everybody should do it. Referrals are the way to go. These people are there to help other businesses grow and everyone can become more. Now, profitability comes only after (laughs) you have built up this credibility and you've been visible. So you need to be consistent with it. That's the difference. And that's where most people fall apart in their businesses. They're not consistent. They're here and they're there and they don't seem reliable. And no one wants to do business with someone that's not reliable, right? We all know the saying, you do business with people you know, like, and trust. So online, it's the same exact concept. I got thrown online. I had moved from Florida to Colorado and COVID set in the week I moved there. And so I went from this grand plan. I uh, looked up all the networking groups. I had a plan on how I was going to grow my business out in Colorado. And within a week, that plan was impossible. And so like any challenge, and this is what I talk about in my book, what is it making possible? I just started asking myself and I went, oh my gosh, it's making it possible for me finally to figure out the internet and social media. And it's the same concept, visibility, credibility, profitability. You got to become visible, pick your platform. And at this point, I would get out on a lot of platforms because people are moving platforms now and you can repurpose content. It's just so easy. As you show up and add value, again, you're not just there to push your product. If you follow me on social, you might not know what product I use for a little while or what my business is because I'm constantly adding value. I want you to go, I like that woman. She she makes me feel good. And that builds my credibility. So then... When I do talk about my products and services and things I do, the profitability follows. People go, yeah, I really love her. Wow, if she loves this, well, then I'm, I'm going to love it too because they know me, they like me, they trust me. And so that's what I would... You guys need to walk away with something. It's visibility, credibility, profitability. You can't go out of order. It won't sustain. And uh, social media, you can interweave that into your in-person networking. Everybody you meet at a networking event, immediately connect with them on all social platforms. And then those platforms will tell you other people that you all have in common. So your ability to grow your network online, it just starts to flow. And what do you say to the shy ones? The ones who say, I know I need to be on social media more. I know I probably need to make some videos and some reels and TikToks and whatever. But I do not like to be on camera. I don't like how I look or sound on video. I would rather jump into an ice cold pool in the dead of winter than film myself and put it out there for the world. So what would you say to the shy ones to encourage them 
to get over that challenge and to find a way to be out there? I mean, is this one of the best ways you have found to promote yourself and to build an audience? Or can someone just say, you know what, if you're not comfortable, find some other way? Is it is it worth it to overcome that challenge of being camera shy? If I can do it, you can do it. Let me tell you this. I wish I had this in like a quote or I had a screenshot of the message. One of my best friends told me, you need to start getting out online. And I said to him, you will never see my face on the internet. I am not doing it. I also am very shy. <laughs> Probably doesn't sound like it right now because I've worked on myself, but I, you know, they say introvert, extrovert. I'm like a high functioning introvert. I get drained by people. I used to go, first time I went to a networking event, okay, I literally afterwards had to get into my car and I was shaking, head to toe shaking. I couldn't drive. I thought I was going to vomit. I had to call my friend and I said, just talk to me about anything. Like I just, I, I can't, I'm so, my body was so uncomfortable with what I had just forced myself to do. And this friend did, and it was wonderful. And I was able to drive home, but I had a mentor very early on. And this is one tip, get a mentor. <laughs> there's tons of free stuff. This podcast being one, I mean, there's so much stuff you can access to get guidance, but they said to me, Danielle, you need to start getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Because the growth of your business is going to reflect the growth of you. And as you grow, just like the law of vibration, right? You will attract in differently because you're going to become a different person. The person you are today is not going to be the successful business owner that you are a year from now. You have to become that person. And the only way to become it is by stepping out and doing things. So now when I get scared, I lean into it. And I say, that's the direction you need to go because that's where the growth is. Fear, this terror barrier, most people, your average person hits that fear. I'm too shy. I can't do it. What will people think? The judgment, whatever. And they bounce back and they go back to their ordinary life. And I am telling you, if you want a different life, you push past the terror barrier, life opens up on the other side. You're going to realize it wasn't that bad. You're going to realize people are so busy on the internet. They're going to forget about whatever you said and did anyway, you know, very quickly. That's why I got to keep showing up and that you can do it. Like you've got this. And the beautiful thing I believe about business is it helps with your soul's growth. It helps with you becoming more. And to me, that's what life is all about. It is about exploring the inner potential that you have that so many people leave untapped. And human potential is the most underutilized resource in the world. Just is, period. And when you learn to tap into your own, it is going to excite you. I had to work a lot on my own voice because I was just the way I grew up, everything else. I didn't feel that I had a lot worth saying. And I didn't feel that I was worthy of creating anything. When I tell you, like, you need a telescope to look back at the human being Danielle Matthews was eight years ago when she started this business. Like, I'm a very different person. That's why I love the industry of network marketing. That's why I love entrepreneurship because it pushes you to become more. And I trust me, there is so much in you. And this is why you got to control your mind. That's why my book is mind control. It's all in your head because it's entirely in your head. So that's what I would offer. There's my advice. It's amazing advice. Such great guidance. And your book, Mind Control, tell us a little bit more about how can someone get their hands on the book? How do they connect with you? How do they learn more about you? I wish we could just chat right now for hours and hours. But unfortunately, this is the time we have. But there's people listening who are thinking, I need more Danielle. So where do they go? I would tell you, come to my Instagram. Get onto my Instagram. It's just my name, Danielle Matthews. There's an underscore at the beginning and the end because apparently there's other Danielle Matthews out there. But there's a link in my bio and you can get a free download to my ebook. You can get access to some of the guided meditations that I do that'll just help you kind of reset yourself and quiet your mind. 
so that, you know, that terror barrier goes away. And if you're interested, like if you want coaching, if you want to figure out and step into entrepreneurship, I'm happy. I'm always looking for great people to help train and coach in this space to get them started. So you can connect with me there and I I look forward to it. Please message me and and tell me that uh, you heard me on the show here. Danielle, it's been amazing to chat with you. You always have just such amazing things to say and it's inspiring. It's motivating. I know just listening to you and your journey makes me feel like I need to get up and do more. And what more can I do? Because I feel motivated right now. So thank you for offering all of your advice, all your tips. I, I know it's helped a lot of people. Thank you for your time today. Oh, thank you so much for asking me on and I'm glad I could give some value. Guess what, lifestyle solopreneurs? If you don't yet have an online business earning you enough passive income to live the life of your dreams, I'd like to suggest you consider trying out Kajabi. Kajabi is an all-in-one solution where you can create and teach online courses, publish a paid newsletter, launch a free or paid podcast, process payments, build one-on-one coaching portals for your clients, and much, much more. I personally use Kajabi to power numerous successful and profitable online businesses. Lifestyle solopreneurs, there's a free trial of Kajabi waiting for you at this link, www.kfreetrial.com. You can try Kajabi for free, no obligation, by going to www.kfreetrial.com. Again, kfreetrial.com, and that K stands for Kajabi. Starting an online business helped me break free from that corporate grind, and I hope it does the same for you. You have nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and see you next time.